Welcome to The Lead Word. This is your host, Chad Bauman. With me, as always, Trey Daubert. Uh, and always more recently, Bridget, 12 rounds. What What is today? Today is uh, Wednesday? Oh, shit. I didn't do the Woman Crush Wednesday article this week. I forgot. Trey, I'm, I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame you because you threw off my rhythm. We didn't blame me. Yet. Yeah, we didn't record yesterday. I forgot it was Tuesday. You threw, I have a very set schedule. I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. If you throw me off by a day, it fucks the whole system up. Adapt or die, Chad. I forgot yesterday was Tuesday. I am not a shark. I will not be threatened in such a way. <laughs> uh, I'm adapting, Chad. I got a TikTok now. I don't run the account, but I have one. Look, I've made my peace. I'm going to have a heart attack when I'm 50. I, I'm expecting it by now. I'm going to, it's whatever it is. I was going to, Bridget, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> Had a long day of school today, so, <laughs> but I'm good. I'm persevering through the day. <laughs> Midterm for you guys, right? Coming up soon, maybe? Close to it, yeah. I'm lucky I don't have that many midterms. I just have a shit ton of essays to write, so. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Chad, you can, you can help with that, right? I, I'm very good at bullshitting essays, so yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going think... to ask for some pointers then. <laughs> The, the entire the entire time that we were at her sinus, I don't think I looked in a single book. And really? well, I mean, yeah, and I, I did pretty well when it came to writing essays, but then others would make the argument. I also got kicked out, but that was for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Chad, let, let's get into the show. We have two main sort of topics today. We're going to talk about the J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinal news. And then I sort of want to dive in to the other news with the New York Jets quarterback, Sam Darnold, who apparently the Jets are open to taking offers for him. So that's on topic for today. And Chad has the 12 rounds segment. So that is essentially the show. Yes, that's a very good summary of what it is. I'm just looking up J.J. Watt's stats real quick so we can talk about him. Trying to find out what he did last year because i i don't i don't think he got hurt last year but i don't think he did too much either i don't have a real angle or take the only thing that i sort of thought of was and i you know i was an arizona cardinals believer a year ago i thought they had a shot to make the playoffs i thought they had a shot to even win the division they got hot early and sort of dipped late in the year is this the year the Cardinals actually make a run because it's a super deep division, but this could be a huge pickup. I I mean, I really de- think it depends as far as JJ Watt is concerned. I, I feel like there's really two arguments. Like he's, he's been injured a lot the last few years. Uh, I think last year was like the first time in a while he's played out the full season. Um. And, I mean, he didn't have that great of a year. He only had five sacks. I mean, which is, I mean, five sacks in the NFL, it's not, you know, it's not anything to scoff at, but it's it's not JJ, it's not what we expect from J.J. Watt. You know what I'm saying? I'm not impressed by your performance. You know, former defensive MVP guy. But I, I just think it depends on if he can turn it on and he can stay healthy. I think this. I think you're right. It could be a big pickup for them, but I don't. I'm not sure what we're getting from JJ Watt, and I'm not sure if he'll be healthy. Let's say we get good JJ Watt. Him up front with Chandler Jones, Patrick Peterson comes back. 
Booter Baker has kind of come onto the scene a little bit. Isaiah Simmons year two could be a real defense, Chad. I I agree. I think it really could be something that plays. I will say that, I mean, the one thing that I think we don't know what's going to happen with J.J. Watt because who was it last year? You know, I mean, I looked at Tom Brady's 2019, wait, 2020 or 2019? Yeah, 2019 season. And I mean, even you too, we said, oh, Tom Brady's washed. You know, he was throwing lame ducks. He, you know, he didn't have it anymore in New England. I mean, he comes in here to a really good team with uh, Tampa Bay and they end up winning the Super Bowl. And I think, what did he have? He had like 40 touchdowns, right? If I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, I, I want to say, I mean, based on last year, I want to say JJ's maybe washed, but I mean, I said the same thing about Tom Brady and here we are a year later and the guy won a Super Bowl. Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Well, anytime you're a pass rusher, your motivation is going to be down on a four-win team and you're never winning. It's a lot easier to pick up sacks in the fourth quarter when your team's ahead. Yeah, I mean, and plus, who else did who, who else does Houston have too? Like nobody. I mean, nobody. Like you could you could you could have five guys block JJ Watt and then nobody else is getting a sack. Like that's how bad they were on defense outside of JJ Watt. So, I mean, like I said, I want to say that he's washed and it's not going to be that big of a deal, but I don't know. And now, that's that's 100% correct because Last year, Houston's run defense was ranked 32nd in the NFL. That's not a one-man problem. Yeah, and like I said, I want to say he's washed, but after everything that happened with Tom Brady last year, I'm shook. I don't know if I can do that to myself. Buffalo was the runner-up. Would you have gone with Buffalo instead? Because the argument is, okay, you signed with Arizona, and yes, you get to be reunited with DeAndre Hopkins, but you still got to go through – San Francisco, Seattle, the Rams now with Stafford. There's no lock you even make the playoffs. I The way I feel about it is I feel like Buffalo right now is the more complete team. I agree. But, and I think this is why he signed a two-year deal and not just like a one-year joint and, you know, one and done kind of deal. The Cardinals have more potential, I think, right now. Do they? I think they do. So... I, I think that's why he, maybe he, did, he didn't do a one and done. He did a two year deal. He wants to see how this thing, you know, how this thing comes together. And I mean, cause they, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, what is this? That was last year was his second year. So he's coming to his third year. Uh, what's his, what's his face? Um, Kyler Murray, the quarterback. He's uh, you know, this is only year. What is this year three for him? So, you know, I, I am I, a I Kyler think, Murray believer. I, I do think I saw enough last year to where Arizona, if they play their cards right, could one day win a Super Bowl, and he's the he's the quarterback. I think we saw enough good things from him last year. And, I mean, I like I said, I think I agree. I, li- I like Kyler Murray, but I, I still think – I mean, this is a younger team. I mean, Buffalo's young too, but, I mean, there's a lot of, like, first or second-year players on the Cardinals that started last year for them. So – I, I do think that overall Buffalo right now is the better team, but I, I think the Cardinals, they may have more potential. And I think that's probably why JJ chose them and over, over Buffalo as uh, number two. I think the most fascinating part is I heard the other day, Arizona fourth in the NFL in sacks last year. And that was with a hurt Chandler Jones and now Watt coming in. 
So uh, this is one of those things where we kind of remember we, we kind of knew Tampa Bay was good roster wise, but we didn't necessarily believe in everything coming together. We've known that Arizona's building something and they've kind of been down in the division. We're just waiting for the corner to turn. I think, I think they could be a lot better than people think. I, I don't know if people are sleeping on Arizona still at, at this point. I think they did enough last year where people are, are so, I think more people are starting to see like, yo, you know, something's going on in Arizona. They're, I looked at the division odds. Like the, I looked at the division odds. They are dead last in that division. Dead last by, by, by a lot. Well, I mean, it's a really good division though. I mean, like you mentioned before, you have uh San Francisco who, I mean, some people argue they're a quarterback away, but you know, who knows? Garoppolo was hurt I like all Garoppolo. last year. Well, that's what I was saying. I was Garoppolo was hurt all of last year. So, I mean, they sucked last year without Garoppolo, but they were in the Super Bowl two years ago with him. So, obviously, he can't be that big of a problem. Is what I, you know, what I was getting at. Uh, I mean, Seattle. I mean, they seem to be falling apart right now with the whole Russell Wilson thing. I don't think Russell Wilson actually is like once the force his way out. I think he's just kind of like, I think he's just kind of threatening Seattle right now, like. Hey, bitch, I have options. Like, take care of me more than anything else. Um, we could spend a couple minutes on Russell Wilson. We could. We, we could spend we a could. lot of minutes on Russell Wilson. We could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your take is, Chad, but I, I believe that Pete Carroll has gotten too much power in this organization. The last three, four years, I've sat there on draft day and have been like, what the fuck are they doing? And I swear to God, I used it, I've used this as an analogy a bunch, but he, it seems like they get horny off of doing the weirdest shit possible. Who is the weirdest guy in the draft we can take? Rashad Penny, first rounder. Yes. He, he does that like he's done that like three three years in a row. So I understand why Russell Wilson's frustrated. The only good pick they've had since like the last four years is Metcalf. That is it. Their roster has gone down the toilet. You get one every five years and that makes up for it all. <laughs> I mean, does it? Their defense isn't close to what it was. Okay. Here's the question. Howie Roseman or Pete Carroll? Worst GM? Roseman. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, but seriously, when, when Pete Carroll first got hired, they were so good because he got hired from USC and he knew all the college guys and they hit a bunch of years in a row when they had the, the camp chancellors in the fifth round and Richard Sherman's in the fourth round, all those guys he, he watched and scouted in college. He got them right. He's been too far removed from the college game. So now that when he's in charge of the draft, he sucks at it. Well, he wasn't, I mean, back when he first got hired with Seattle, he wasn't in charge of personnel. Was he? No, but you would think he didn't he get had that until after they won the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, he had say, but he wasn't in charge of it. I think this boils down to, and I mean, I feel like we see it almost every time a head coach gets personnel control. I don't think it's a good thing to mix those two jobs. Bill like, Belichick has ruined the Patriots roster. Well, I was going to say, like, it's something where, it, like, it, you have to be a really fucking special guy to be able to do put on both of those hats and not fuck things up. I mean, every how like, bad are like the we, Patriots? They're well, so the bad. Patri the Patriots are one. I mean, 
Look at Philadelphia. We gave Andy Andy Reid, I think, like we've talked about how great of a head coach he is. We He got player personnel control in like 2008, and then the whole thing just fell apart. Like he the doesn't roster, have it in I Kansas mean, City. Yeah, and I mean, they're drafting good players. And I just think as, as much commitment that you have to spend – to that head coaching and position. Another one. I don't... This this is a team I've ripped constantly. Stop putting your hand in the cookie jar, John Gruden. What you're doing isn't working. Stop stop having a say in personnel. Every guy they take sucks. Yeah, those Gruden guys fucking suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the Gruden grinders, he loves them, but they're terrible. Right. Yeah, they're hard-nosed players, but not really good at the playing part. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think there's – I just – I don't think, like, if you're a head coach, you just don't have the time to, like, allocate to being a good head coach and being a good GM. Like, you just – I would you, get sick of it if I was Russell Wilson dealing with Pete Carroll. I really would. And what does Pete Carroll bring to the table? What does he bring to the table? He's supposed to be this defensive mastermind. Seattle's defense is terrible. They got chewed up the last two, three years. Well, that's because all of their good players are no longer on the team. They don't have any good players, and I think I think his scheme stinks. I think Seattle's defense looks very predictable every year. I I like I said I I don't think Russell Wilson was like really trying to like yo get me, get me the fuck out of here because I mean if he wanted to be traded he he could easily be traded. I, Russell Wilson's not hurting for money, so I mean he could sit out. He could, he's there's a lot of moves that Russell Wilson has to play. He can dictate where he goes, so. It's not like one of those things where they're like, oh, we're going to get a first rounder and send you to the fucking Jets. Like, he could be like, like, he put out, he gave them a list. Like, hey, if you are, like, if you don't trade me, but if you wanted to trade me, here's the teams I would waive my no trade clause for. I mean, like, again, like I said, he's not like trying to get out of Seattle. He's just threatening them. He's like, look, I'm tired of getting my ass beat every fucking year. I need some help. Can we play a game? Would you rather play for Seattle or, or Las Vegas? You're, you're Russell Wilson. Well, I mean, if I'm Russell Wilson, Las Vegas is on his list. So, yeah, I guess I would want to play for Las But I'm Vegas. asking you. I'm asking you. What's the better situation? Las Vegas. I mean, I think his problem is, is he's tired of taking, like, unnecessary hits that he doesn't have to take, which he's been, he's been taking since he came into the league. So, I mean, look at, look at – I think Las Vegas has a pretty good offensive line. Like Derek Carr, I don't think got stacked a whole lot last year. I, I would, I, I would definitely go play for Las Vegas, Seattle or Chicago. Uh, not Chicago. Their offensive line is fucking terrible. Seattle or Dallas. Uh, I mean Dallas's offensive line has fluctuated. I don't think they're the best offensive line in football anymore, like they used to be. But I will say that they're still pretty good. So yes, yeah, Dallas is on the list. Mike McCarthy's a problem though. Yeah, is, but I mean, is Mike, there is there a way for for me to get traded to Dallas and then immediately fired Mike McCarthy? Then I'm in. Yeah, Mike McCarthy is a problem, but I will also say that I mean, at least you're not Where are this. you going? I had I I'm getting something to drink. My mouth is dry. <laughs> okay. Uh I do have another side tangent. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I wanted to spend another couple minutes on the Dak Prescott news because apparently word came out that 
he wants to be the second highest paid quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes. This is why I can't ride with Dak. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him as my starter. Can't pay him that. Can't. Can't do it. I 100% agree. I Dak Prescott is not a – I don't even remember how much Patrick Mahomes is making. What is he, $150 million? More than right? that. $200 million? I don't even fucking remember. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever – Whatever he's making, I mean, you certainly ten years, five hundred and three million. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, Dak, and Dak, Dak wants to be a little below that. Yeah, uh huh. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> pay Dak, pay Dak four hundred and ninety-five million dollars for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what what are we doing? Dak Prescott to me is not even a top ten quarterback in the league. I'm not sure he's top 15 of guys you would want to start the franchise with. Hey man, I, the problem is that I almost feel like, I, I feel like it would be absolutely absurd for the Cowboys to pay him that. But at the same time, I almost feel like Jerry Jones might do it because he, he basically came out and fucking gave Dak Prescott all the fucking power. It's insane. The, the craziest part to me is, I just don't – I don't see how you could bring him back this year. Like, franchise him, immediately trade him. If that's what he wants contract-wise, what's the point? There's there's no point in even negotiating with that. I I mean, I if you're Jerry Jones, if you're Jerry Jones's son and whoever else makes the decisions over there and – in uh in Dallas, I I think you have to look at Dak Prescott after he comes out and he said, well I don't he didn't say it it got leaked. It, uh, if this leak has any truth to it, you have to come. I think it does. You have to come back, I think you have to come back to the negotiating table and be like, yeah, this is not going to happen. What teams do you want to be traded to? We'll try to help you out with that. But then I'm serious. I mean, after you that, can't you bring him back. On. There's no point. There's there's absolutely no point. And Jane Slater's been awesome with her reporting over the years. I think she's very good. Like I said, I, you got to – I mean, if you can come to a middle ground where you're just like, we're not going to give you Patrick Mahomes money, but maybe we'll give you something that you feel like you deserve. What's the middle ground? $300 million? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, before he was saying, hey, I want to be paid, you know, like Carson Wentz. I mean – after as bad of a season as Carson once had last year, after Jerry Jones basically, you know, came out and bend over for, you know, Dak's agent in the press. I don't, I mean, I don't see that being out of the realm of possibility. Would I personally do it? No, I wouldn't. But I mean, like Jerry said, Dak has all the fucking leverage now. That's, that's what you, you brought up the Wentz contract. Wentz is better than Dak. Wentz's contract is four years, 128. I just looked it up. I mean, he wants double that. <laughs> Come well, on. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I said, I feel like as bad as once played last year and as bad as the Cowboys were without Dak, you know, and, and the, and the season Dak was having before he got hurt. I feel like he could, his agent could easily come to the table and be like, Hey, look, yeah, we were kind of out of pocket with the whole $495 million deal like that. We get that. That's not going to happen, but can you at least get us a Carson Wentz type contract? Watson is four years, 156. 
I like, look, I get it. I'm not saying he deserves $495 million. I'm just saying like after, after getting the leverage that Jerry Jones gave him, I feel like a Watson type. I don't think you should. I'm just saying he, he could get that if that's what he wanted to ask for. I would trade, I I would trade. It's not, look, I'm not the one that set this up. It's on Jerry Jones. He's the one that gave Dak Prescott all the bargaining chips that he needed to get what he, to get such a big contract. I, I don't, I, like I said, I, I think Dak is, I've said this before. I think, I think Dak is good enough in the right situation, which they've had for a while in Dallas to win a Super Bowl. The problem being before they just never had the coaching. They still don't have the coaching. So, I mean, you could give Dak 150 million all you want, but Mike McCarthy in town, you're not going to win anything. You got to get like, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but that's, that, that's the thing. They can't win with Dak as their quarterback making pennies. What's going to happen if he's making a lot of money? Oh, there goes Michael Gallup. He's gone. Can't afford Cooper anymore. See ya. Well, I mean, surprisingly, the Cowboys actually, they haven't been doing a bad job of drafting. Their team's awesome. Right, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they could always draft and replace those guys. They've been drafting really well for a good time, a Chad, good long let's, time now. Let's think about this. If you were to take every single wide receiver in the NFC East, maybe you can disagree. This would be my pick. I'd take Cooper one, I'd take CeeDee Lamb two, and I'd take Gallup three of all the receivers in the division. Maybe, maybe I could make an argument for um, Terry McLaurin. I like him as number three, but it's not far-fetched to say those three are the best receivers. In the so you, we NFC. have a team that has the three best wide receivers in the division, and they are close. Debatably. Debatably the three okay. best. In okay, the, they have three of four? Three of four, yeah, you could say that. And they're not close. And then, but then, and then well, let's like do the I'm same saying, thing of all the running backs. Okay, it's it's Barkley or Zeke one. Okay, so we got the first or second best running back in the league. Left tackles, Tyron Smith. Um, end of list. That that are we that, are we that, are we are we going based on Jason Peters like prime? No, or are we? Going I'm talking about right Jason? now. I'm talking about right now. Okay, so we have the best left tackle in the league, Zach Martin. Uh, end of list. Nobody else close. So we have the best guard in the in the, in the division too can't compete what are we doing here like dude look, look like all the I linebackers all the linebackers in the division chad all the linebackers in the division is it well, the eagles Resch? don't even have okay the eagles don't even have a fucking linebacker so okay I don't feel like that's a fair topic okay so is it van der Esch and jalen smith one two <laughs> trying to think who yeah new york and and Washington don't really have any good linebackers blake martinez is the best linebacker new york has and he's only so so at best Okay, so so we have a team that has three the three best wide receivers in the division, the first or second best running back in the division, the best tackle, the best guard, the the best two linebackers, and we're not close. But like I, I like I said, I don't. They're not close, not because of their roster. They're not close because they have Mike McCarthy as a head coach. They're they're not close because they have fucking Jason Garrett for the last five years. If Dak Prescott. Co- was an elite caliber quarterback, it would not matter. With this I team. Think it, I think it would. Why, why, why hasn't Aaron Rodgers won a million Super Bowls? Because of Mike McCarthy. This it division does matter. sucks, Chad. 
This division okay. is hot garbage. We're not talking. We're not talking about. We're not talking about winning the division. Anybody could win this division. You and I could throw together a vendetta. But they team, didn't go Jack. into the NFL East, NFC East to win the division. They the they, they they don't ever win this division. Never. Because they have terrible coaches, Trey. Chad, that, we, that Eagles about the Mike team, McCarthy effect. that Eagles team that won that division in 2019 had no business winning that division. No business. The only That's reason because- Philadelphia won that division last year is because Carson Wentz is head and shoulders better than Dak Prescott. If you swap because, teams, if you swap because teams, Mike McCarthy is terrible, and because Mike McCarthy, Mike is McCarthy terrible. wasn't there in 2019. Or, uh, Jason Garrett, my bad, Jason Garrett. That's what I meant to say. I so you're telling me if if you swapped Wentz and Dak that 2019 year, you still think Philadelphia wins the division? I don't. I think it's possible. No, I I no think shot. Mike McCarthy or Mike. I keep saying Mike McCarthy because he's on my mind right now. I, I think Jason Garrett still finds a way to blow it. I'm not sure Jason Garrett's that much worse than Peterson. I, I, I think, I mean, I've, after last year, I think Jason Garrett might be a comparable, or he might be a, a comparable, um, or not comparable, competent uh, coordinator. I think once he gets into that head coaching position, I don't think he... I, I don't know. His brain just turns so off. We're, we're going to talk about how Peterson was just this all world coach. And he's just, he's just got so many advantages over Jason Garrett. I don't buy that. I, I think when Doug wants to be, when he <laughs> stops trying to be the, when he stopped. Okay. Again, the the Eagles, the Eagles problem, the Eagles problem since they won the Super Bowl is they thought, they thought they were the smartest guys in the room. They thought that their shit don't stink. They can just get away and do whatever they want. The problem was, is that wasn't true. The reason why they won the Super Bowl in 2017 is because they just did the simple things right. They got away from that. The, I, the I moment think, Frank Reich walked out the door, the team has not been the same. I I think, I think down the stretch last year, well, not last year, the year, the year before in 2019 and 2018, when Carson went out with the back injury, I think when Doug Peterson stops trying to be the smartest guy in the room, he knows what he's doing. He does a good job. The problem is, is Doug always tries to be the smartest guy in the room. Same with Howie Roseman. They're constantly trying to be the, they're tr- constantly trying to be the guys that are like, Oh man, I can't believe they did that. And that worked out for him. That's such a brilliant thing to do. Like, no, just, do the not dumb thing. That's all you have to do. All right. Last topic. I want to talk about the Darnold stuff because the Jets are open. Apparently the news came out. Jets are open to taking offers on them. I haven't made up my mind on what I would do. I, I wouldn't want their job. That's all I know. But I don't, I'm not positive Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or whoever's better than him. I, I can't say for a hundred percent certainty they are better than him. I think you have a player in Darnold. I really I do, do too. I can't I say that, with a hundred percent certainty that either one of those guys is better. I, I don't see my my thing is is I don't see the point in so here's here's what I would do if I was the Jets. If you're gonna move Darnold, move him. Get get what you can for him. You could probably get 
you probably get a first and a third or first and a second. You could probably get a good, good, good amount of, uh, of draft capital for Darnold. If you're going to move them, move them, but don't take a quarterback in this draft. There's no point to it. Well, if you move Darnold, you have to take a quarterback. No, I wouldn't. Who are you going to start? Fuck it. I'll, I'll start you. I, I'm going to Detroit Lions this thing. I'm going to get as yeah, many number one overall. That's the problem. I'm going to get the, as many number one overall picks as I can. The, you need, the, you, they the have quarterback some, draft next year is not good. Okay. I wouldn't even take a quarterback next year. I might I might take a quarterback in three years, in, in four years. <laughs> I mean, what look, are you, look, how you're going to you're going to process this the 76er style? Hell yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Like, like what is get what is taking another quarterback do for you next year? Okay, I mean, you, you uh, Chad, you take it. You take another quarterback. You take another quarterback next year. Cool. What? what okay. Thank you, Sam Darnold 2.0. Come right in and fucking suck because we have a terrible team. Oh, guess what? Four years from now, we're in the exact same fucking spot anyway because our team is terrible. Okay, trade that fucking guy. Hey, new guy, come in and suck on us again. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but why to, if, if that's what you believe, why not keep Darnold and trade the second overall pick? Because you can get a boatload for that. Fuck it, trade them both. <laughs> Shit. Move move them to fucking Connecticut. Is that that's basically what you're saying? Yeah, I'm getting as many, I'm getting as many picks as I can. I'm I'm on the phone with Sam Hinky right now, like hey. Hey man, I know you're a basketball dude, but you want to come in and uh, you want to process this shit out for us real quick. All you got to do is tank for about four or five years. We'll fire you, and then the next guy will get all the credit. He can't do that. <laughs> I would. You would get I'm fired. The, I I would get fired. But guess what? In like 10, 15 years, when the Jets win the Super Bowl and their fans are reflecting on it, they'd be like. You know, that Chad Bauman guy wasn't pretty bad. Wasn't wasn't all bad. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had all these picks. We wouldn't have been able to draft Joey Davis like fifth grandson. We wouldn't we wouldn't have been able to we wouldn't have been able to draft the next fucking, I don't know, uh Tyron Matthew. Okay, not all bad. They didn't duck me into their Hall of Fame. I'd be I'd be like the I'd be like the football Jesus for the Jets. I, I had to suffer and be crucified so that they could they could be saved. It'd be my cross to bear. The more I think about it, the more I think I would trade that second pick. Trade them both. Just jump on the their team is now. so bad. Their team is so bad. That's that's what I've been saying. They like honestly, like I, I said it when I did my Eagles review. There's like one position on the Eagles where I don't think they have a hole. And that's defensive tackle. Tight that's end. That's the one put. Uh, they, I mean, they have Goddard. Yeah, it's not a hole. Well, they they would need a they would need a they still need a they don't have depth there, so I consider that a hole. Like Zach I mean, Ertz is going to be Zach I mean, Ertz is going to be traded. Goddard's who's be who's the tight Jets' end. tight end? Well, so you didn't let me finish. What I was going to say is I think there's maybe one position on the Eagles roster where you can say, hey, we're completely set here. We don't need anything. And I think that's at that's at the uh, the defensive tackle position. With this Jets roster, I really do think it's like they're, they're only, their only position where they're set at is quarterback, but they want yeah. to get rid of that fucking guy. Yeah. So, 
look, if you get rid of them, you might as well just say, hey, look, we literally have zero players at any position. Fuck it. Blow the whole thing up. Trade everybody. Trade the fucking GM. Trade the coach. I don't care. Get as many picks as you can and rebuild. Trade the fucking owner if you can trade him, because obviously he doesn't give a shit. No, he's like the he's like the ambassador of England or something. He's like never here. Yeah, that guy doesn't fucking care. He's in English. <laughs> he's in England watching soccer, getting drunk off of their beer and shit. Like, fuck it. You could probably cut that guy. He wouldn't even fucking notice. Like, shit, I don't own the Jets anymore. Oh well. They're they're not just like one player away though. That's my biggest fear with them. I think they're. I think what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to trade Darnold. I think they're going to take the BYU quarterback, and then they're going to be in this same spot. And I mean, look, and when they're in the same spot next year, I, I'll give it some time. When they're in the same spot four years from now, and they're thinking about trading Wilson, what's his name, right? BYU quarterback. Yes, Mac Wilson, Alex Wilson. What's his name? Zach. Tyler Wilson. Zach Wilson. Close. <laughs> when when they when they're when they're four years from now, when they're talking about trading uh, Zach Wilson, we're gonna we're gonna get Bridget to pull this if she's still with us, and we're gonna say, hey, fucking told you so. Don't take a quarterback. Take a fucking. You could take the linebacker out of Penn State. Maybe that might be a little bit too high. Trade back a few a few He's spots. Good. I like him. You could you could take uh who's the who's the corner? I think is he Alabama guy or is he Georgia? That's projected. He's great. I like him. You, you take him. I I would literally take any position on the draft board before I take a quarterback in this draft if I'm the Jets. Trade down. You could, I mean, we're, we're talking about, oh, there's no good quarterbacks next year. I mean, I guarantee you, no matter who they take, whether they take a quarterback or they take anybody else, the Jets are still going to be a top five pick team three or four years from now. Brutal division, too. Buffalo's getting better. Miami's getting better. New England Maybe has Belichick. will be back. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, regardless of who's on the field for the Patriots, they will be good defensively. Yes, and they'll sack whoever your quarterback is a hundred times. Hey, you. Yeah, you. In case you hadn't heard, your favorite renegade sports media group has its own Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash vendetta sports media to support our efforts to continuously bring you sports, gaming, and other media coverage as only we can. We've got four different membership tiers. For $3 a month, we'll give you a simple thank you on our Patreon site. For $6 a month, you get a thank you and you get to become a recruit in Jackson Law's Vendetta University Gaming Series. For $10 a month, you get everything from the previous tiers, a special thank you at the end of our videos, free access to our upcoming Discord chat, and a free koozie after four months, and then the big dog. $50 a month gets you everything from the previous tiers as well as opportunities for fantasy league invites, stream gaming, possible invites to mock NFL and NBA draft sessions, a once a month Google Hangout, and after four months, a free t-shirt. Yeah. Go to patreon.com forward slash vendetta sports media and help us to improve our pledge to bring you the best sports, gaming, and other media coverage. Are you ready for 12 rounds now? I think I got everything out. I'm ready. Is Bridget ready? Okay. I'm ready. 
know. <laughs> so, yes, 12 rounds with Bridget, 12 rounds. It doesn't make sense to call her Bridget 12 rounds rounds like Brian Tan's been doing. Like, I love Brian, but the nickname Has he been doing be... that? Well, he's been calling her 12 rounds, which is like the nickname is longer than her actual name. So it like defeats the purpose. So she you just got to call her 12. That's her nickname. So then like when you write it out, it's okay, Bridget okay. 12 rounds. See, it makes sense. Got it. I, I tried to, I tried to keep these uh sort of sports centric. Some of them get away from sports. And the last question, there is 100% a right answer. Pretty much everything else is kind of open ended, open ended, but um, you may not get the reference because you're, like probably six when it came well no i was like six when it came out so you were probably like one when the movie came out so you may not get it but hopefully you do uh bridget favorite sport favorite sport to watch or to play or dealer's choice either one (laughs) Um, no answer both answer both um well to watch i'd say the bruins even though i haven't really been watching too much of them this yeah, or that's like hockey. Sport. Hockey is. Yeah, I was gonna hockey. say that's a team. That's what I meant, like the <laughs> hockey. But um, yeah, hockey is my favorite sport to watch. Bruins is my favorite team for hockey. But um, and then to play, I was, I was a swimmer in high school and like all throughout like childhood and stuff. So swimming. Wow, Bridget would Bridget's kick a- my ass in a swimming race. <laughs> I was Not on a swim team when I was like stuff. six. <laughs> I can like I was barely. On a swim team when I was like, like six. barely. <laughs> I, I swim. I swim well for a big guy. Um, I sink. I go right down. <laughs> I I, I, bet I you, get to I like bet half you, a pool length, then I'm going down. I, I bet you we take Bridget and Marco Polo though. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Bridget, what is your dream sports scenario? So this would be like, like it could be either like your ideal, like oh, I get to go do this with the sports figure i get to go to this game or whatever or it could be i'm competing like so like a lot of people their dream is like oh i'm the quarterback of the super bowl i lead the two minute drive we win we win uh, in a comeback victory so it could be that or it could be like your ideal watching fans uh, scenario too either one well I feel like everyone's is like going to the Super Bowl. Like that would be really cool. Like whatever Super Bowl, like whoever's playing, like that would be awesome. Or to like go to the Olympics. Like that would be so cool. I feel like just to like go see any of like the sporting events there. That would be really cool. So. <laughs> Olympics is good. Uh, yeah. This one, you can meet any sports figure, past or present, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I could chat with the questions. Know. Yeah. I came up um... with these last night before I went to bed. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, oh shit, I got to do that tomorrow. My questions have to be better than Trey's. <laughs> well, I guess it was. I guess it was this morning before I went to bed because I, I didn't. Um. I don't know. I. It'd be cool to meet like Muhammad Ali. Like, I feel like he would be a really cool person just to, like, talk to and just to see, like, what his, like, plans were for everything and, like, how he Is thought. Is he still like, alive? No, he passed in, like, 2008 yeah. or something like that. Oh. He, yeah, I he think had, he would be really cool to meet. Yeah, he uh he had Parkinson's, Trey, so he was, like, 
I thought he was maybe like he still was, alive. He, no, he, he. I think he passed in like 2008, but like he was like out of it for like a good period of time, a couple of years before he actually passed because of the Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Muhammad Ali. That's good. That's good. And your your answer can, by the way, be the same for this next question. Okay. You can fight any sports figure, <laughs> past or present. Who would it be? <laughs> I don't know if I could fight Muhammad Ali. I think he'd get one punch and I'd be down. Not even. I'd probably just pass out from standing next to him. But, um, oh, to fight? I guess it would be him. Like, it'd be kind of cool just to be in a ring with him. Like, kind of be like, oh, I was in the ring with Muhammad Ali. Like, that'd be kind of cool. But, um to fight um yeah i guess tom and ali or tom brady that i feel like everyone just kind of like has like a thing against him so just saying being able to be like yeah like i got into a fight with tom brady once that was that was pretty cool <laughs> i did not see that answer coming <laughs> just to say it you know like wouldn't it just be like yeah like me and him got into it or something <laughs> yeah i throw in the gloves with tom brady no big deal <laughs> I, by the way i don't trade i don't know if you want to give yours but i want to give mine because i feel like it should be known mm-hmm. trent dilfer 100 i would knock you out. you hate him i fucking can't stand trent dilfer. <laughs> uh i don't mind him fuck that guy um question number five bridget you're offered a million dollars in order to get the million dollars you would either have to fight 101 year olds or one 100-year-old, which one would you fight? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Repeat that. Bridget is offered a hundred, uh, or is offered a million dollars. In order to get the one million dollars, she has to either fight one, or she has to fight 100 one-year-olds, or she has to fight one 100-year-old. I feel like this is easy. Why Bridget, would you who do you fight? If it's easy. <laughs> Um, I want Bridget to answer first. Would I have to win? You would have to win, yes. I guess the one-year-old, because I have to win. No way! (laughs) I'd rather knock the 100-year-old dude out. (laughs) Oh, I guess that too. A 100-year-old dude? Oh, it's 100. You don't know. 100 old people. No, it's it's one one 100-year-old or 101-year-olds. How good of a fighter is a 100-year-old guy going to be? Dude, he's. It, you have to remember, we're 2021 now. He'd have been 20 years old during World War II. He's probably fucking scrappy. He survived World War II. Come on, Chad. He this, survived World War II. You're, you, you think you could have survived World War II? That, that old guy, he, he's scrappy, and he probably still has his teeth, and he probably bites. I'm fucking up those one-year-olds. I'm putting this out right now. <laughs> There's not a single person, a hundred-year-old or older, that can beat me up. He's not as tough as he thinks. Neither are we. He's scrappy, Trey. They're the greatest <laughs> generation. 100 years old? <laughs> he probably has you a knife. find one so you can fight him. <laughs> Get you guys in the ring together. <laughs> 100, Chad. I mean, there's just no chance I'm even making it that old. Plus, I, I would feel bad if I knocked out a World War II vet. So you'd rather punch little babies? What have you they got- done with their lives? No one's going to fucking care about them. <laughs> they haven't done anything yet. I mean, the, the odds are the 100-year-old has dementia. 
Maybe. So so you'd rather beat up a guy that doesn't even fucking know what he's doing? Exactly. Yes. Those, well, wouldn't you look, be doing that with the kids too? Like they wouldn't even know really what they were doing. But those those one year olds have a future. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fucking up the babies. <laughs> Like okay. you, you wouldn't even really need to hit them that hard. Like you just like flick them in the face and they're they're done. You have to actually cold cock the old guy. <laughs> yeah, but I do it. It's because you're, <laughs> you're ruthless. You're a heartless person, Trey. Bridget, favorite S- Star Wars character? Oh, uh, I honestly it's gonna sound so bad. I don't really watch Star Wars. That yes, often, but I just, but I just watched um, the Mandalorian. And the baby Yoda was kind of like the best character. I know it's not his name's not actually the baby Yoda, but he's I think he's my favorite character just because he's so cute. Bridget went up the rankings by saying she doesn't watch Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> you're just a you're you're a weirdo, Trey. She probably doesn't watch Star Wars because I mean it is kind of like a, a, a male centric show, TV movie thing. But Either way, it's okay. I, 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 when I wrote that question, I did kind of expect that might be the answer. <laughs> Bridget, what would be your dream car? You could drive any car in the world, your dream car. Oh, um, hmm. My dream, well, I feel like it'd be like any type of sports car. Like that would be really cool, but I know for a fact, like I'm the worst driver. So I know for a fact I'd get it and I'd crash it immediately. Like it'd be so. It would be so bad, but yeah, like a sports car, like a Porsche or something. Okay. If you could live in any TV show universe or movie universe, what would it be? Harry Potter. That's like so. Like, wouldn't you want to live in the Harry Potter universe? Like, was I've never seen it, Chad? You never, never seen, seen Harry Potter. Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I no, because like. Harry Potter is like really kind of like fucked up when you think about it. Like, what's the point of all that magic if you have to deal? What's the point of all that magic if you have to deal with all the same racism? I'm just saying. True. 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 Well, well, which one would you want to live in then? Star Wars? Uh, no. (laughs) I I, let me think. Not gonna lie, I'm really into Lucifer right now. I would love to just like meet him. That would be so cool. That's a good show too. Yeah. Um, if I, if I had to choose one TV show universe or movie universe, I I think it's a tie either top gun. Cause like I I've like all, I love that movie and I've always wanted to, like my dream, my my dream growing up was I wanted to be t- I wanted to not not be like a fighter pilot. I wanted to be Tom Cruise in that movie. Was my <laughs> go- my dream growing up? Or I-, I I'm actually like a really big like Pokemon player. I play that game all oh the time. Oh my god! I've seen I've seen all one thousand episodes. I w- I think I could like easily dominate and be like the fucking world champ of the Pokemon universe and like make fucking bank as just like that basically like beating the shit out of helpless like fire breathing animals <laughs> that would be really cool though just to like have a pokemon like that's like every kid's like dream like that was mine when i was growing up it's, exactly it's like, oh and a pokemon like an actual pokemon 
<laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Um, not to mention a lot of the new, like newer, like not like necessarily the most recent Pokemon they've come out with, but like the the newer generations of Pokemon, a lot of their designs are like really fucking cool. Like there's this one Pokemon that like, I don't know if you guys know this, but like the first like T-Rex skeleton was found in France. So one of the Pokemon, there's this one region of Pokemon that's based off of France. So one of the Pokemon, it's a it's a fossil Pokemon. You find it as a fossil and you can have it brought back to life is actually a big ass fucking T-Rex. I would be so fucking awesome with my dinosaur just fucking rolling around like, fuck you, dude. Like, ugh. but anyways, it's not about I never, me. I never thought Pokemon would make it into the lead word. <laughs> then you don't know me, Try. How many, uh, how many more questions you got? That was... um. That was question eight, so four more. Okay. And remember, the final question, there is a right or wrong answer. Is it about, again, a, one, is it about a onesie? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, Bridget, what is your one weird and useless talent? And I'll give you an example. I am really good at wiffle ball. For no reason at all, I'm really – I suck at baseball. Like, I can't – when it comes to batting and baseball, can't hit the broad side of a bar. I'm really fucking good at wiffle ball, but I have, I can't really like what, who, what 29 year old wants to play fucking wiffle ball? Like none. So like, I, I have nothing that I can do with it. Bridget, what is your one weird and useless talent? One weird and useless talent. I honestly have never thought of this. I don't even think I have one. I feel like I just, my one weird and useless talent is not having a useless talent, I guess. That would be. What is mine, Chad? I don't know if I Brid have Bridget's just like, well, I'm fucking perfect. Everything I do is useful. <laughs> Everything I do is useful. Yep. That's me. <laughs> I'm just too good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm useful and I, I'm, I'm, I'm normal and I have a purpose. Nothing I do is weird <laughs> or useless. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll have to get back to you on that. I never really think about anything. Like, I never really think about like, oh, like this is such a weird thing that I do. Like, I never can think of that stuff off the top of my head. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> okay. Question 10. Bridget, what is the most dangerous animal that you think you could take in a fight? For some examples, Alex Chick probably could take a canary. <laughs> Dakota, Dakota Haynes, probably, maybe he could fight a carrot. I don't know. <laughs> The carrot. The carrot. Oh, you're an animal. Wow. Brian, Brian Tan, he's, he seems scrappy. He probably probably could fight like a cat, I would feel like. But, I mean, this is about you, Bridget. Who do you, who do you think you could mm – -hmm. dangerous animal you think you could take in a fight? Shark. Those aren't even dangerous animals. <laughs> for like... Well, no, no. It's not, it's not the – it's um... the most dangerous animal you think you could take in a fight. So – I mean, it could be like, I think I could beat up a bear or it could be like, I'm not much okay. of a fighter. I'd probably like struggle with a hamster. I don't know. It's, it's, it's based on your opinion of yourself. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fighter. So I feel like honestly, hamster would be a good one, <laughs> even though I have gotten bit by multiple of them. So I don't think I could take that. <laughs> so maybe a fish. <laughs> well, what are, what, we got to clarify, are you on the fish's turf or like, is it dry land? I, I would need the leg up. It would have to be dry land. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Question 11. Um, Vendetta Company Retreat. We're on a cruise. <laughs> Trey and I fall overboard. You can only save one. Who are you saving? Wow. I knew you were going to ask a question like this. I don't know how, but I just thought it was going to be something like, who would wow. you save or who do you like better? Um, <laughs> I was fired. Like, am I going to get fired for answering this? No. If um, Scott didn't get fired for his little thing, there's just, there's just no way you would get fired. Is, what is, is Scott this the one that there's only one right answer for? No, this is question 11. That's, that's question 12. Um, I would just like, do I go out and I have to like save both of you or can I just like flip a, flip a life vest at you guys? Well, like, you, you have the like, life preserver, you have the life preserver, but there's not enough time to give it to both of us. Like I fell over on one side of the boat, Trey's on the other side of the boat. You have to pick one. I would do, I, you asked the question, so I feel like I, I would do Chad and then just yell out, <laughs> Trey, someone save Trey. <laughs> I see, I see okay. how it is. I see how it is. Wow. Okay. Next week when Bridget's not here, we know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Question 12. Again, there is 100%. Show, guys. It was really great meeting you. <laughs> question 12. Again, there is 100% a correct or wrong answer. Bridget. Okay. Describe your perfect date. My perfect date? Uh, how is there a right and wrong answer to this? I know. Let her answer, and then I'll tell you how there is a right or wrong answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, my perfect date. It would be, I don't know. It would be like a picnic on the beach or something. I love the ocean, so I think that was. Okay. Don't, don't give me that face. I just, I know well, that, it's so basic. I know it's a basic one. It, I don't know if you're talking to me or Trey, but if I made a face, it's because that is, in fact, the wrong answer. Yeah, I, I assumed, yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is April 25th. I don't get it. Oh, my God. How did I fall for that? So you, you, you do understand the reference, though? I do, yeah. I don't. Trey doesn't. So, Trey, oh. uh, there is a movie. I know you haven't seen it. It's called Miss Congeniality. No, it has Sandra Bullock in it. She goes mm -hmm. undercover at a one of those model like uh, Miss America pageants to catch a killer person. And there's this really dumb girl when asked the question, describe your perfect date. She says April 25th because it's not too hot and not too cold. Yeah. So that that's why there is a right or wrong answer. And that Bridget was a gave really the wrong good answer. I gave the wrong answer. That was a really good question. I can't believe that I didn't think of that. I love that movie. I, I tried to give you guys a hint. I, I was thinking like when I was writing it, I was like, okay, she might not get this. And there's probably going to be like an HR problem. But like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was a little confused, but. <laughs> so that's why I tried to like preface it. So people aren't just like, well, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which they probably might think anyway, but who cares? Um, your question so that, that's 12 mine. rounds. I give it to you. I, I told you they were going to be, <laughs> and I, 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 I literally like two minutes before I went to bed, I was like, okay, questions for Bridget. What are they? I feel and then I wrote them down with the last one. That was a really good question. They were I good like ones. That. They were good ones. <laughs> yeah. Chad. Yes, you did it. So, Trey, you have a high bar for next week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now <laughs> so we're now doing this again. I don't know. It's your, hey, I don't know. I, I, I didn't. We did it two weeks in a row. I didn't know we were going for the trifecta. But uh, closing thoughts, Trey, on anything we talked about. You want to tell us like who who you would fight? Any sports figure you could fight? You didn't tell us any sports figure I would fight. I really there was like a point a couple of years ago I really wanted to fight Isaiah Thomas. The Which Celtics Isaiah Thomas? Guard, the old Celtics okay. point guard. I really wanted to fight him. Just because he's my height. Well, he's like five. Oh, he's like five eight. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, that's a good one. And I hated him. I hated him when he was with the Celtics. He got all this praise and was the worst defender in the league. Couldn't stand him. Well, I don't have anything else to say. Bridget, did you have any closing thoughts? Anything else that you want to say before we close the show? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, those, just, those are really good questions. They, uh, can't, I still can't believe I got that last one. I have more faith in Bridget. <laughs> I think she could absolutely kick the shit out of a chicken. Oh, chickens you. have claws. You'd be surprised. Chickens have claws. That's what I'm saying. I think Bridget could take a chicken. <laughs> I set the bar low for my fighting ability. So yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I think I could take a coyote. Like I'm bigger than it. <laughs> like, like it's kind of like a fierce animal, but it's not like kind of it's not like a huge like mountain lion or anything like that. All right. Um, well, since we're kind of like going off the rails a little bit and it's been a little bit of a show here uh don't forget to go to patreon and and subscribe and tech check out the tiers if, if you want to fight a vendetta writer if you want to hey if we do 12 rounds again you can submit 12 questions for bridget don't don't be weird wow. about it though we we could make that a tier just don't be weird about it like you know like weird internet people questions that they post on twitter <laughs> and shit like that um so that's patreon uh follow us on twitter or like yeah follow us on twitter vendetta underscore media also what else like us on facebook you can follow trey on twitter at trade Aubert. follow me on twitter at low footed uh anything if you're watching this video on youtube like the video subscribe to the channel and that's it thanks for giving us a watch we'll see you next week